Your Mother, a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm Dave. I'm Natalie. How are you, Natalie? Great. We're like in a big rush. Yeah, you got a lot of things to do. <laughs> I do have things to do today, yeah. Um, um, and we're, we both kind of have a cold. Yeah, I had one that came in mostly when. I'm yeah. already mostly over. It's like a 24-hour thing. Well, you had one, and then I had one, and then you had one. It's a lake lake cycle, Yeah. right? The lake lake effect. Lake effect. Yeah. So yeah. we keep getting the same cold. Although your body is supposed to not get the same cold over and over again. Yeah. Do you think I like never fully got over it the first time? It was like dormant? Maybe. Yeah. Um, Sounds right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, there's lots that's going on. We both have colds. Yeah, we also have termites. Uh, did we talk about that on the last episode? Friends and mothers, have you had termites? And if so, yeah. what the hell do you do about it? Because we're not going to pay $1,500 to have someone do it professionally. So, <laughs> yeah. friends and mothers, we're desperate and we need help. Uh, yeah. I can't remember if we talked about the termites on the last episode. If we did, we it was never a call to action. But now yeah. Yeah. it's urgent and... Um, we're looking into uh, DIY termite murder. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, but that's not what this podcast about is about. It is. <laughs> this is a podcast about the American television sitcoms uh, Friends and How I Met Your Mother. We watch. We're watching the shows uh, in concurrence with one another, and we're gonna recap episodes. And we have uh, other segments and fun things. That we do. So uh, we are on season six, episode four of both shows. Season six, episode four of Friends is called the one where Joey loses his insurance. Is that right? Yes. Season six, episode four of How I Met Your Mother is called Subway Wars. Um, And uh, we're going to put a pin in the Subway Wars and we are going to start with season six, episode four of Friends, which again is called the one where Joey loses his insurance so we start at what is i guess still for the time being technically the lady's apartment but rachel is packing yeah um ross is helping and he's kind of like dropping hints about like because like the only thing the only kitchen like tool that she has is a refrigerator magnet slash bottle opener and ross is like oh that's the one thing i don't have it's like you complete me yeah yeah and then he says you complete me kitchen um uh so he's embarrassed in front of phoebe yeah so yeah rachel goes into the bedroom so phoebe confronts ross again as as has happened every episode this season so far um ross accuses phoebe of actually being in love with rachel which is pretty funny um meanwhile at first, I, I I didn't make a note of this at first, or I was, wasn't going to make a note of this, but then I was like, mm, that's too specific. I'll bet they're going to come back to that. So Rachel also tries to, she packs a couple of candlesticks yeah. that Monica thinks are hers. Yeah. Anyway. Um, then Ross gets a call from NYU, and he's been offered a guest, uh, to be a guest lecturer for a semester or something. Um, because he and, wrote such a great... Uh, Paleontology. Some about sediment, sediment, sediment. I think. Yeah. Yeah, he had some sentiments about sediment. Yeah, sedimentary (laughs) and igneous rocks. Yeah, that's what we learned in geology, right? Yeah. So, uh, 
and then there's a moment where Phoebe like tells Rachel that they're still married, but then it's like, I'm just kidding yeah. or whatever. But she's not. She's not. Um, at the at the perk, Phoebe is bummed out because her psychic told her she was going to die this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ross shows up and wants to try out his lecture, which everyone finds very boring. And mm-hmm. Phoebe's like, this is how I'm going to die, which is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the fellow's apartment, Joey gets a uh, letter from the Screen Actors Guild that he didn't make enough money the past year to qualify for uh, health insurance, which is a real thing that I learned uh, yep. from this ongoing strike, yep. uh, that you have to make a certain amount of money, you know, as an actor um, to get to qualify for Guild Health Insurance. Yeah. Uh, so he didn't work enough. He doesn't have insurance. Um, let's see. Phoebe is worried about dying and she asks if she can take a nap in Rachel's bedroom and then uh, she says wake me up in two hours and then like crosses her fingers just like if you can can." yeah that was great Uh, she's gonna die peacefully but um, yeah Rachel finds the candlesticks that Monica took out and hid and puts them back in her box uh then Ross shows up and he's excited to report that his lecture went great. Even though everyone was like, "You're boring and you're not sexy, um, he and you're not funny," uh, he's he's very happy that his lecture went great. Um, Joey goes to see his agent Estelle. We haven't seen Estelle in a while, but she's still got the little like cigarette tree that I yeah, that I love. love that. Um, uh, and it turns out that the reason he hasn't worked is because she mistakenly thought that he fired her and was has been bad-mouthing him all over town. Sabotaging his career. <laughs> yeah. But he never left. He never left. Yeah. Um, then So Estelle gets Joey a bunch of auditions, but then he also gets a hernia while uh, lifting... Um, he's trying to get back into shape. Yeah, he's lifting, lifting a couple of 15-pound weights, which yeah. is what I work out with is 15-pound weights. Um, hopefully I don't get a hernia. Seems painful. Um, I use 5, 8, and 10, depending on the workout. Yeah? yeah. Um, 15 is too heavy for me. Yeah, and I'm using, you know, I'm doing 30 because I'm doing two at a time. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I'm 15 we, per hand. Well, yeah, we don't say that, or else I'd say, like, yeah, I do 20. No, what I'm saying, you're saying it's too heavy. Yeah. And I'm saying that it's 15. It's twice. It's it's 30. I was, I was agreeing with you that it's okay. like, it's heavy. Yes. Okay. We're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> um, meanwhile, there are people out there who like bench like 500. Oh, yeah. Who are like, yeah. I'm, cause but, I'm doing like, I'm not just like lifting. I'm doing like an actual like, yeah. workout. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. Friends, friends and mothers, do you know anything about, uh, getting swole? Um, because I feel like if I wanted, like, big muscles, I would have to do that sort of, like, uh, lifting? that sort of thing. Whereas what I do is I do, you know, like I said, 15 pounds in each hand, and I do, like, you know, a bunch of reps. Yeah. You know, I do 30, and then I take a 30-second break, and then I do 30. Yeah. So I do, like, 60 to 90 reps yeah. of each thing. I'm trying to do, like, low-impact sculpting. like. Okay. Okay. Um uh, well, yeah, let us know, listeners, your uh, tips for getting swole. But, but look at this. Yeah, look at that gun. Wow. Right? Put that away. You got a permit for that? 
<laughs> too bad this is a audio medium. Yeah, it is too bad. Um, okay, so let's see what happened. <laughs> um, uh, so Joey, but Joey gave himself a hernia, but he won't go. To, he refuses to go to the. He can't even stand up, but he won't go to the hospital because he doesn't have insurance, which yeah. I understand. And Chandler even offers to pay. Eventually, yeah. Um, Rachel and Monica go to surprise Ross and watch some of his lecture, but they <laughs> they find out that he's doing his lecture with a very bad British accent. Yeah, you'd think someone who was engaged to an English woman yeah. would have a better accent. Yeah, you'd think. <laughs> um, but then they both do accents. Yeah, <laughs> they're, like, they're like having fun with it. Yeah, um, and like. Monica does a really bad Irish accent, which is funny. But then Rachel does like an Indian accent, which is like yeah. a little sketch. I was like, huh? sketchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so yeah, Joey's trying to just like go about his life, um, you know, with this hernia. He's like bent over in pain. This is where where Chandler offers to lend him the money um, to take care of his his hernia. Uh, back at the apartment, um, Monica and Rachel are engaged in a candlestick tug of war. <laughs> so this is like rule of threes. I knew this would happen. Um, yeah. and eventually they both realized that they never use the candlesticks anyway. So they each take one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Ross is stressed about, um, like he's back himself in this corner. Now his, his students think he's British or not. <laughs> Um, and, uh, he doesn't want to keep it up. Um, and so they, the Rachel and Monica give him the idea to like phase it out, phase out the accent so that it seems like, uh, he's just like Americanizing, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, then Joey does a series of auditions, which is very funny. Um, we'll talk about it in, in a bit, uh in the funniest moments, but yeah. we see a montage of him auditioning with this hernia and like it, uh, affects him. But then the final audition is for dying man. And he realizes that he is perfect, is perfect for yeah, that. He's a shoe in. Yeah. Um, Rachel keeps calling Ross <laughs> and leaving messages in different accents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then Phoebe's super happy because her psychic died. Uh, she was like, oh, I guess she just read the cards wrong. It was better her, her than me. Yeah, better her than me. Uh, so then we go to um, Joey's day on set, and it's at the very real Silver Cup Studios, which is a major uh, a studio, I don't know, uh, building, sound stages, whatever, uh, in in New York City. A lot of stuff that shoots in New York City. Okay. Um Used Silver Cup Studios from Sex and the City, The Thirty Rock, Sopranos. I don't know. I looked all this stuff up. Okay. Uh, the director is played by a man named Christopher Darga, who mm. you probably recognize from a lot of things. What do you recognize him from? Um, a lot of things. Is um, that what you're looking at right now? No, I I did look at it before, but we'll get there later. Wait, get to what? I don't know what to, what you're saying. He was in How I Met Your Mother. Oh, who is he in How I Met Your Mother? He was bus driver. No, we haven't gotten to that episode yet. Okay, well, he will be. Yes, no, I know that, but I was like, oh, you okay. don't know that. No, um, 
the number one, there are two things that I think of him from first. Okay. Uh, one is the Hudsucker Proxy, yes. where he's the guy who's like, he's like, punch in light, they dock ya. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and he, he says, they dock ya for everything. Uh, but then the other thing is Seinfeld, yes. where he's the driver, the, 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 uh, Car service driver. Elaine pretends, <laughs> Elaine to, pretends be to be deaf. Yeah. Oh, and, you don't care about the little guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like there's like even more. He's like this guy has been in everything. He was in Modern Family. Yeah, I can't say I remember that one. Uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, he's um, been in like he was an in, episode of every show. Yeah, every but I feel show. like there was something else that I like recognized. Yeah. But, but I um, think Seinfeld is probably the most... Yeah. But I also watched Hudsucker Proxy a lot as a kid. Because mm-hmm. um, back in the days before, you know, streaming and everything, and I didn't have a job or anything, like, if I bought... Like, I bought a used copy of Hudsucker Proxy. It was one of the movies that I owned, so I just watched it... Over and over again. All the time. Um, yeah. He was in Happy Endings. Okay, yeah. Yeah, an episode of Scrubs. Oh! I know the other one that just came up. He's in the Deadwood pilot. When do you remember the very beginning of Deadwood? Um, it's like the only time in the entire first season that we see anything outside of Deadwood. It starts in Montana, where Bullock and uh, John Hawks' character, whose name I'm forgetting, um, live and are going to move to Deadwood. Okay. And he's the sheriff, okay. and he's got that guy who's he's going to hang in the morning. But yes. then a like a lynch mob shows up to try and hang the guy early. Christopher Darga is the guy who's like the head of the lynch mob. Okay. There. Okay. Um, let's see. Anyway, so uh, they do the shoot, and uh, the kid in the scene is very bad, and they have to do a million takes, and Joey's just like almost literally dying. Yeah. Uh, then there's a brief scene where Ron Glass shows back up as uh, Ross's... Um, Divorce, Divorce attorney. attorney. Yeah. He calls um, and uh, Rachel answers because she's like unpacking at his house, right? Yeah. And um, or his apartment and gets and she and he leaves a message that is detailed enough that she figures yeah. it out. But shouldn't he know like attorney client privilege? Like you don't like right, give that's that true. information. He doesn't know who shares the answering machine with him. <clears throat> Yeah, that's true. That's bad, true. Bad attorney. I guess so. So Rachel figures it out. Even though Ross keeps him on retainer. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is his third. Um, so Rachel figures out what's going on uh, at the lecture. Um, Ross drops the accent, and uh, it's very awkward. Well, he tries <laughs> like, to ease out of he it. He tries to ease out, and everyone wants to know what's going on. So then he comes clean, and then he's like... Uh, does anyone have any questions? And every single hand goes up, and yeah. he's like, about sediment or whatever? Nope, nope. No. Um, uh, then Rachel storms in, and that's kind of where the episode uh, and starts yelling at him, and then he like goes back into the exit, and that's how the episode he ends. he says, like, I want to make a good impression yeah. on these people. And yeah. Clearly, yeah. She's, she's screaming about, like, don't not wanting to be married to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you didn't think I'd find out? Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of the end of the episode, except there is a tag at the end where Joey gets his, his insurance back and he puts on like pads and a football helmet and everyone is about to take turns hitting him with, with him sticks and stuff. Head. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's the episode. Um, any stray observations that I missed here? Um, no. Okay, well, let's move on to funniest moments. Um, this episode was funny. Yeah. Th- but there was one part in particular that I could not stop laughing at. Um, 
when Ross is <laughs> when Ross is practicing his lecture at the park, yeah. and Joey gives him the note that he shouldn't be like just staring at his note yeah. cards. He should be making eye contact. Yeah. He goes back and he starts reading, and every half sentence or so, he makes like real quick, like intense direct eye contact yeah. with a different person, very and, like awkward. looking around, looking very intense. Yeah. And it goes on for a little while, and I I couldn't stop laughing yeah, at I it. I had that too. The eye contact yeah. extra practice. Yeah. What else do you have? Um, we both laughed out loud when um joey's like so pissed off about the insurance and he tries to storm out of his apartment but he walks right into the door (laughs) yeah yeah well because chandler tells him to be careful yeah thereby like hitting his head and like falling down yeah now that he knows he doesn't have insurance like it's (laughs) scary um I really laughed at Monica's Irish accent yeah Monica Geller Geller well which I thought she was being Scottish, but then as it goes on and she's like saying like yeah. top of the morning or yeah. whatever, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, very bad. Uh, what else you got? Um, when Phoebe thinks that she's gonna die this week, she's like, "I really gotta start living now." And then she opens up a car magazine. Yeah. It's just like a funny, <laughs> yeah, car and driver. Yeah. <laughs> um, we find out that if Joey puts pressure on his hernia, it relieves some of the pain. Yeah. So he does one of the auditions yeah. uh, with his hand down his pants, but he's like, he's supposed to be playing a dad who got his son a surprise. So he's talking to like a little boy and saying, yeah. I have a surprise for you with his hand down his pants. Yeah. Um, in that same kind of theming, he does a commercial for Purina One. <laughs> And, like, in the commercial, like, it's like, pick up a bag today, and then he's supposed to pick up a bag today. But because of his hernia, he can't pick up the bag. So he wants, he suggests changing it to Purina 1. Point to a bag today. Yeah, he says, says, what if I just point at it? Yeah. Purina 1. And the casting director's like, why? Why would they do that? He's... Yeah, Joey's not good at this. Yeah. It's like when he kept saying, like, mmm, noodle soup. Yeah. Mmm, chicken noodle soup. <laughs> it's just soup. It's just Mmm, chicken noodle soup. Um, is it my turn? Uh, yeah, I'm out of funniest moments. Oh, okay. At the beginning of the episode when Rachel's going through their things and the only thing she has is the bottle opener and Monica's like, yeah, that's it. She's like, a bottle opener... And, and Monica says, and it's a magnet. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Any more? Um, No. Let's move on to Friends, but make it fashion. Um, I really like Rachel's t-shirt with the bull and the roses on it. Yes, yes. It was very, like, Ferdinand. Very Ferdinand. That's exactly what I thought of. But it wasn't. It was just, like, generic cow. A bull and some roses. Yeah. Um, I had, uh, I like Rachel's outfit. She had orange pants and a white shirt. I like the combo. Um, when she goes to see, uh, Ross at the thing? I think, yes. Yeah, and she's wearing, it's a, it's a white top and, or, like, Bur- reddish orange yeah, like pants. And then she had, like, a tan leather jacket and tan boots that matched the leather jacket. Yes. It was a good, it was a very good look. Good look. Yeah. yeah. That was um, on mine, too. Um, so... Do you have more to say about that look? No, another okay. look. Well, I have. I, w- I want to mention um, Professor Geller when he comes to the perk to try out his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminded me of Professor Ted that he's like going out of his way to look professorial, you know? Yeah. Because um, normally I feel like Ross wears more solid 
colored shirts, but mm-hmm. he's got like a windowpane check shirt. He's got like a rep tie. He's got the a corduroy jacket. He's very much looking professorial, but it looks good. Yeah, it's a good look. Yeah. Uh, what do you have? Uh, Rachel's wearing a plaid shirt at what? At, at, when she storms in to we, yell at yes. Ross. We you and I have the same ones. Yeah. Yeah, she looks great. Yeah. Well, also it was like it, it wasn't quite buffalo plaid, but it you uh, wear buffalo plaid. Uh, very well, Natalie. Oh, and so, so it, uh, yeah, I was wearing it yesterday. But I, everything I know about Buffalo Plaid, I learned from watching you. You're a big uh, <laughs> Buffalo Plaid, uh, uh, Buffalo Plaid gals. Once you come out tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so it reminded me of of you know my baby. Oh. Yeah. Um, who is she? I'll kill that. <laughs> um, props to the props department. Uh, uh, okay, this was very strange. I feel like. They're having a laugh, like the props department is having a laugh, because the Magna Doodle, Mazel to the Magna, was like two fish and a sea It was like an scene. undersea scene, But yeah. then also in the kitchen, there was a rubber squid and a shark. So there was like a nautical yeah. under, underwater wow. joke going yeah. on, because that squid and that shark are normally not there. Yeah, yeah. So they're having a laugh. It's like, it's like a Trader Joe's with the lobster. You know yeah. about the yeah? Have you ever found it? Uh, at the North Hollywood one, when it opened, I found it. Now that we go to the Grand Isle Hills one, not to put our business on the internet, uh, I haven't looked. I'm actually going to go this afternoon, so I'm going to look because I forgot to look. But yeah, I don't know if people know that every Trader Joe's has like a stuffed lobster, like a toy lobster somewhere. Um, I was at um, Cost Plus World Market. Uh-huh. I think I told you about this, where they have these like um, they have these contests where it's like come between two and three and find the llama in the store and win like $50 gift card. Oh. So like I was nearby one. So I went and I was like looking everywhere and there was a whole store of women looking for the llama. (laughs) Someone like found it. Really? Um, And I still don't really know what it looks like, but I ended up like getting a, like a free ornament for playing or something. Oh, okay. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah, that is fun. I like Cost Plus. Me too. I love it. You can get Tim Tams there. You can. Yeah. All kinds of international yeah. snacks and treats. Not cherry ripes. Not, I've never seen cherry ripes there. Why am I such a sucker for Australian? Like, I haven't even been to Australia. I mean, Tim Tams are delicious. But like, so are cherry ripes. Cherry ripes are not so much delicious. I'm surprised you think that because you like dark chocolate. And that's the rare, like... Most candy bars don't have dark chocolate as their default. You know? Like, sometimes there will be, like you know, Reese's Dark. There'll be, like, a dark version. You know, I But it's th- rare for a, a candy bar to have dark chocolate as its, like, main form, like cherry ripes. I don't like cherry in artificial form. I like cherries. It, that's the thing. Neither do I. Yeah. In any other form. Yeah. But I love cherry ripes. Okay. I also love coconut. That's a big part of it. I like coconut, too. So if anyone doesn't know, yeah, um, cherry ripes are a dark chocolate candy bar with a cherry coconut filling, and it's so, so an, good. you're an almond joy over mounds? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, no. Mounds, they both have co- yeah, coconut, but I still th- like almond, almond joy, joy more. Yeah, the combination between the almond and the coconut is a good combo. Yeah, because I like almonds. But yeah, mounds also have, have coconut. You know what my favorite candy bar is? Okay. Wait, listeners... Favorite candy bar. We want to know. Okay. Um, so it used to be Kinder Bueno. Okay. Um, but it's Take Five. Okay. Because Take Five has like a pretzel in it. So it has like the sweet and salty. Um, 
my favorite candy bar obviously it's cherry ripes but um my favorite candy bar that you can actually get here and i'm going to say this was my favorite candy bar as a kid too you and i have laughed or you have laughed at me that i loved like butter pecan ice cream. I like always had old man taste. I like butter pecan ice cream. But like cream. as a kid, yeah. I loved butter pecan ice cream. Yeah. I also loved 100 grand bars. And to this day, I fucking love a 100 grand bar. It's They're just so peanuts. good. No, there's no well, peanuts. Oh, that's payday. Yeah. Pe- yeah, payday. Well, yeah, cuz also um uh yeah, payday is good, but I would say the better version of payday um, is made by a company I think it's called Pearson's and it's literally just called Salted Nut Roll. Oh yeah, you love that. And they used to, back, there used to be a That's like um, a boomer snack if I've ever yeah, heard of it. I feel like it's even older. It's like a silent generation snack yeah, yeah, that yeah. is stuck around. Yeah, yeah. But um, at Hollywood and Highland, there used to be an enormous um, candy store called Sweet that had stuff from all over the country. It's not there anymore, sadly. Yeah. Um, that was such a fun store, <laughs> sweet. Yeah. You could make your own candy bar, like design and make your own candy bar there. Yeah. They had the big thing, like you have it sometimes at F- FAO Schwartz, where it's like the M&M wall, but they have like little tubes for different, for each different flavor, you know? Mm-hmm. They also had a um, crunch, a giant crunch bar on the floor where if you stepped on it, it would go. That's right. I loved that store. Yeah. Uh, but it's not there anymore, sadly. Um, take five real quick. Um, yeah. Pretzels, peanut butter. Peanuts, caramel, and okay. chocolate. So, um, uh, hundred grand is chocolate caramel and crisp rice, like a oh, like a okay. rice krispie treat, but no. So imagine a rice krispie treat, mm-hmm. but with caramel instead of marshmallow, okay. and then encased in chocolate. Okay. Yeah, I think I've had it. It's so good. It's kind of like a crunch bar, which I don't care for. It's better than a crunch bar. It's more. It's more chewy. Okay. Which I like. Okay. And it's thicker. Crunch bars are always skinny. Okay. Crunch bars work well in the little, like, super, super like, fun size, you know? Okay. I, like a, I like to pop a crunch bar. But, like, a full-size crunch bar, boring. It's like the Halloween candy that I don't eat. Okay. Like, a crunch bar is, like, I give it to my sister. Or, like, I don't. Really? Yeah. Give it to my dad. Hmm. I'll eat it. All um, right. Well, this has been a really fun. How did we get here? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> We were talking about Trader Joe's, and we were talking about Cost Plus. Oh, yes. okay. We were talking about lobsters. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Okay. Friends and mothers, favorite candy bar. It's on, yeah. Hashtag candy is dandy. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, should we go under the umbrella? <clears throat> yeah, what's under the umbrella? Um, Ross says, I know. Okay. About like their him being excited about his lecture. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I just wrote that Estelle's back. Oh, okay, Estelle's back. Yeah. Um, continue on the trajectory of Phoebe hating Ross. <laughs> She's like outwardly rude oh, to him. Yeah. Like she pretends to die from his lecture. It's so boring. <laughs> um, we also forgot the um, Phoebe loving Joey. Phoebe, Phoebe loving. I was gonna get there. Oh, Phoebe okay. at, at the end. When she's like, I'm going to die, and he's like, I'm going to die, and she's like, we can go together and then haunt the rest of the group. Yeah. And so it's funny that this perfect pairing yeah. um, is there. Um, okay, so there was some slight homophobia, like Chandler being embarrassed that he helped Joey into the shower and like being shamed, like ashamed of helping his friend in need just yeah. because like he, yeah. he doesn't want anyone to know that he saw Joey naked or... Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen any of my friends naked. But you're not like 
this can't get out. Like you wouldn't be like yeah, that's true. Ashamed of it. We'd probably just laugh about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I have. All right. Should we take a quick break? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Um, I'm actually gonna <laughs> take a sip. Now I have to edit. Mm. Sorry. Maybe I don't. Maybe I just leave all this in. Okay. All right. I'm done. I'm ready. Pause. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. And we're back. We took a quick break. I don't seamless, know how much of that you heard. Seamless. Beautiful. <laughs> but, uh, Professional. We'll see how that how that goes. Uh, we're ready to uh, dive in to How I Met Your Mother, Season 6, Episode 4, Subway Wars. Take it away, Natalie. Okay. So we started at McLaren's. Take a shot. Chug some brew. Um, Barney is staring at a woman crying at the bar. Or, no. Staring at a woman at the bar. He can't stop looking at her face. And then he realizes it's because she's been crying. And like a predator, he's stalking his prey, yeah. and he sees her as like defenseless and like yeah. vulnerable, um, and that's what he loves. Um, everyone is really annoyed with him, and then yeah, he gets a timeout. <laughs> yeah, he gets a timeout, and he like accepts it, which I appreciate. Um, meanwhile, Marshall gets a call from his coworker Max who is at a steakhouse called Gregor's, and he just saw Woody Allen. Woody Allen's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Marshall is, like, not all that excited, but Robin is, and everyone's like, you've never seen Woody Allen? That's, like, part of being a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Um, that and Maury Povich, which we'll come back to later. Yeah. <laughs> Maury Povich being everywhere. Um, so uh, they're all talking about being real New Yorkers, and, um, okay, so we'll just talk about the the three things that make a New Yorker a New Yorker, which is um, stealing a cab from someone who needs it more, uh, crying on the subway, and then smashing a cockroach with your bare hands. Yeah. <laughs> which I would never be a New Yorker if this is... You'd never kill a cockroach with your bare hand? <laughs> no, and I wouldn't steal a cab from someone who needed it more. Ah, sure I would, would definitely cry on the subway. Yeah. Um, I probably have. Here in Los Angeles. But, um, okay, so Lily is like, that sucks. I've been here for a long time. I'm not, I didn't just get off a, a boat here in New York. She's been here six years. Yeah. Um, I've, never mind. I'm going to save my comments for the end. Okay. Okay. Um, so they're saying, like, how fast they can get to Gregor's. By the time they get there, Woody Allen will probably be done. And so they're all kind of saying, like, um, I know the best way to get there, like, subway. I know the best, like, subway route. And Marshall's like, I could beat a bus, like, by running. I don't need a bus. And um, so they're all kind of proving their New Yorkerness by, mm-hmm. like, oh, you take the blah, blah, blah to the blah, 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 and then jump on the blah, blah, blah. Um, so then they all, because they're all like pretty competitive, they decide to see who could get there the fastest. Yeah. 
And that's kind of the episode. Um, Marshall is running, and everyone has their own, like, funny story. Yeah. So Marshall has, like, a folk song, <laughs> yeah. which is really funny, as he's, like, running through the city. Yeah, because um, he wants to be, like, uh, uh, oh, man, no, I just forgot his name. The guy who beat the railroad machine. Uh, anyway, anyway, I shouldn't have spoken up, but, like... Arlo Guthrie? No. Uh, just keep going. Okay. Um, Lily is going to take a taxi. Um, Ted is going to take a bus. Um, and Barney <laughs> has his own method, which is to go to a restaurant, pretend to choke, and then hope an ambulance takes him to the right hospital, which yeah. it doesn't. It, it goes uptown. Yeah. Um, John Henry was the name I was trying to Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, in every one of these scenes, Maury Povich is there, which is yeah. very, very funny. Yeah. Um, he's clearly, he's at four places at once. Yeah. So, yeah. and they're all doing this, and then we get the fun visual of, like, the disembodied, head, disembodied heads, like, on a map. <clears throat> yeah. You see, like, their location. Like, when you're tracking your Uber or your Lyft. Yeah. Or when you're tracking me on... Your phone? I do that when you come home late. That's a normal thing to do. <laughs> to make sure I'm okay. I know. <sighs> I know. But the one, like one time I came home and your phone was like open and I looked down and it was like. It was like 1130 shook. and I can't go to sleep until I know my Davy is safe. <laughs> That's God. sweet. Um, okay. So um, it turns out like they all are very competitive because they need a win and they need a win for different reasons. Um, Ted needs a win because uh, Marshall told him about grademyteacher.net. Yeah. Even though he has 64 great reviews, one of them says boring. Yeah. Just single word boring. Uh, Robin um, needs a win because she's bummed out still about Dawn. And she has a new co-host, co-anchor named Becky. Mm -hmm. And Becky's a real annoying gal. Um, Lily needs a win because... She can't seem to get pregnant. They've been trying a few months, and that's very frustrating to her. Um, same as Marshall. That's why he needs a win. Um, okay, Robin eventually steals a cab from, like, a lady with a bunch of groceries <laughs> who ends up on the bus that Ted is on. Yeah. And it's the only, like, empty seat on the bus is next to Ted, but, she, but he's so annoying. So he's, like, at the beginning of the episode, Barney's, like... I don't take the bus ever. There's always like some crazy person on the bus. Yeah. And Ted is that crazy person. Cause there's like, he's talking about, um, architecture, architecture yeah. and he's annoying everyone. So it's more Povich is on the bus too, of course, but they all shift to the other side of the bus. <laughs> yeah. So like, if you can't pinpoint the crazy person, you are the crazy person. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, Barney is in a cab. Ranjit's the driver. Yeah. So it's not a cab. It's a... It's a... Yeah. Yeah. Ranjit drives like a... It's like a car service. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, Christopher Darga's character in Seinfeld. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then he sees Robin down in her luck and then picks picks her up. Um, he says, hey, Toots, how about a ride? Um, Barney... Oh, Robin is pissed off at Barney because, like, he never apologizes. And she was trying to talk to him earlier. And he, like, kind of brushed her off yeah. looking at the sad girl. Um, and Robin said, the city is rejecting me. 
Um, oh, carrots and peas is like, I'm not listening to you. I'm just like talking. Right, which I was going to say for the end, but that's um, uh, that's actually something that like peas and carrots is actually something that you like. Uh, carrots and peas, carrots and like when you're like a background actor. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. there's just like sometimes it's walla walla. Is okay. it also uh, what it's called? But yeah. Okay. Um, Marshall flax, flashes back to his childhood, and he it turns out he's like always hated machines. So Marshall's a Luddite. Uh, yeah, I think by definition. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Okay, so they all arrive at the about the same time, like across the street, and then they're like, "Well, we're all here. Let's call it even." And then they're like, "Never." And so they they keep going. Yeah. And um, the race is on. Lily takes the subway. Um, Robin's on the subway crying. Uh, Mopo is there as well. <laughs> um, Wait, who? Mark oh, Morpovich, yeah. <laughs> um, Lily's crying on subway. Lily finds her and tries to comfort her, but then like leaves at the last minute because she's competitive. And then she's like, why did I do that? I'm a bad friend. Yeah. And... Um, I am not myself. It's because I can't get pregnant. Um, she screams that. Uh, Mopo is in the background buying. Oh, no. Marshall screams it, too. I can't get my wife pregnant. Mopo is, right. the, is in the background, like, buying bulk phones. <laughs> <laughs> so then they're all very close. So it's a foot race. And they kind of all let Robin win. This is my understanding of the situation. Well... I think it's really just Barney. Marshall and Lily quit on the okay. thing. Yeah. And Barney trips Ted and then falls down himself. So okay. the Robin quit. So it's really just Barney. Barney who, wanted her to have a win. Yeah, because um, it, it call it, it's a callback to the like noticing that when a woman has recently been crying. Yes. He sees that. Yeah, that she needs the win. Um, Lily and Marshall talk about how they're both really scared and upset about not being able to get pregnant, and then. They're um, they're saying like why are we rushing? We should you know see the world and enjoy ourselves, and we don't need to put this pressure on ourselves. Um, Robin is at Gregor's with the hot guy from the subway, right? Uh, no. Who's it, she? Oh, she's with, with with Max. Max, that's right. Marshall's friend. Yes. Yeah. The hot guy in the subway, like she thinks he's looking at her, but he's she's looking he's looking at. Like an ad with Becky, yeah, her going yeah, there with her, yeah, and that, that'll come up in funniest moments, I think. So they're sitting at the steak dinner, and then she smashes a cockroach on the table with her bare hands. Yeah, Gregor has cockroaches, making uh, making her a true New Yorker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that it? That's it. Um, let's see. I have lots of stray observations that I that I uh, wanted to talk about. Okay. Um, well, first, that, uh, the first thing I was going to say, that thing about a real New Yorker, um, obviously I'm not a real New Yorker, but I do think I qualify as a real Angelino now. Um, what are the touchstones? Well, it's, it's, I think it's simply the fact that as of very recently, I have lived in Los Angeles longer than I lived in St. Louis. Okay, but I don't think that's a across-the-board rule. You don't have makes to sense live- to me. But you don't have to live in Los Angeles more than anywhere else. Like Robin, to be an Angelino. Robin only lived in New York for six years. Right. So, I, so I'm saying by my thing, she doesn't count as a real New Yorker. Okay. 
but I, I wonder what what is the qualification? Yeah, well, what are your qualifications? I, I just have... said I've lived here longer than I've lived anywhere else. Oh, okay. That makes me an Angelina. Okay, but I, I was trying to make a fun one. Okay, like pronouncing the in front of the number of the freeways. yeah, you learn that pretty quickly. You learn how to pronounce certain streets like Cahuenga, um yeah. pretty quickly. Um, La Cienega pretty quickly. What else? You know you can't go to the west side on a weekday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, but th these are all things you learn pretty quickly, yeah. you know? Um, like, what's something about Los Angeles that I only, like, recently learned? That's what I... That, that would be something that would be like a... If you go to a Cinespia screening, it's an all-day <laughs> commitment. That's true, yeah. I, th I do feel like knowing about Cinespia and Hollywood Forever yeah. and knowing how to do it. Because I feel like a lot of people... I feel like the Hollywood Forever like cemetery screenings are w known outside of Los Angeles, but I don't know if every, like everyone knows it's not just something you can show yeah. up to. Like yeah. you have to get tickets the moment they go on sale, and all that ticket gets you unless you get a VIP ticket is in the gate. In the gate. So yeah. if you want a decent seat, you have to show up hours early. Yeah. So it actually turns into like you said an all day thing where people are essentially like Tailgating. having a tailgate party yeah. on the the lawn in front of the gate. Yeah. So people bring stuff. Um, and I think you're not supposed to drink at that. You can drink in the cemetery. You're not supposed to drink at the but outside part, but people does. sneak people, stuff. Yeah. yeah, but so people, like, picnic outside the gate. Then you get in, and you start your picnic. Then you, like, you know, you hang out for, like, a long time before the movie starts. It's an, it is an all-day thing, and it's super fun. We haven't done it in a while yeah. because it's an all-day thing. Um, um, Barnstall Park is fun during the summer. Um, uh, see, else? I've never been to Barnsdale. Yeah. See, you're not uh, Angelina. There's probably plenty of people who've never been to Barnstow. Um. Um, I thought of another one. Um, damn it, now I lost it. Yeah, I don't know. Listeners, what do you think? Oh, I guess you learned this very early, but like, don't go to Hollywood Boulevard ever. <laughs> <laughs> Except because of like... AFI Fest and TCM Fest, and also because I take public transit and yeah. there's a stop there, I actually am at Hollywood Island a lot. Yeah. Which is, yeah, exactly what you're not supposed to do. Also, North Hollywood is not Hollywood. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I knew that. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people don't. They're like, why? It's, it says Hollywood. Why is it so cheap? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would love to know, um, listeners, am I a real Angelino? Yes, no one and, is. No one. And what do you think that. are the characteristics of when when someone thinks of Los Angeles? What what is it? Yeah, like, for people who aren't from yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting food wise that I've like because uh, I do think food is like the character of a lot of cities, yeah. and Los Angeles has like what I think people think of is that like has like macrobiotic food and in, you know, there's a lot of like health food mm -hmm. type of stuff, but also because Los Angeles is so rooted in like mid-century car culture, mm -hmm. there's such a like drive-in burger drive type of drive-in yeah. drive drive-through burgers. Like yeah. Los Angeles, I, I think that's something that people don't understand that they think of Los Angeles, they think of like sushi and health food, probably, mm -hmm. when they think of food. Mm -hmm. I don't think outsiders understand how seriously Los Angeles takes hamburgers. And tacos. And tacos, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've certainly eaten at taco trucks. Um, is, that, is that an Angelino? The, 
No, taco trucks everywhere now. But yeah. I was eating taco trucks in two thousand, you know, seven or whatever. Yeah. Uh, all right, that was only one stray observation, and I have so many. Yeah. Um, the Woody Allen thing obviously is weird. <laughs> um, yeah. That it's like, because obviously, like we knew it's not like we didn't know in twenty ten that he was a creep. Yeah. We knew. Um, but I did also like that um, when they do the little flashbacks to why each character needs a win. It's like a black background and it says why Lily needed a win in like the Woody Allen font. The font that like, because all of his movies have the same font um, for the credits. And there's a little bit of like George Gershwin music, which is very like Woody Allen. So it's like... It's like a faux silent era. Yeah, I guess that's kind of what he's like. Yeah. But yeah, he always uses the same font in every movie. Yeah. Or, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen his last couple, obviously. Um, although when we were in Paris, I wanted to see Rainy Day in New York because, like, it was never going to come out theatrically in the U.S. So I yeah. feel like just as, like, a novelty thing, I was like, I would love to see that. And I, <laughs> just to say I, that I did. And I wouldn't let us. Yeah, no, we didn't go see it. Um, yeah, the Moripovich, uh, let's see. Oh, there's a funny bit about... Um, uh, Lily being able to understand what the conductor is announcing yes, in the yeah. subway, which is like, I take probably I take the subway, and if there's an announcement, I usually just don't listen because I'm like, eh, I guess I'll figure out if that affects me or not. Yeah, we could be going express for now, yeah. but I can never figure it out. Yeah. what they're saying. Uh, here's a, here's a question: These days in Los Angeles, but also in New York City and in Toronto um, and probably a lot of other cities. Uh, cell phones work when you're on the subway, mm-hmm. when you're in I subway station. That. Yeah, but Lily, Lily calls... I, yeah, I don't know if in 2010 that's feasible that Lily would have been able to make a call yeah. to call Ranjit from the subway platform. Yeah. Um, Max is played by an actor named Jeff Stoltz, who has been in a ton of stuff. Um, most notably probably for you and me um, in the TV miniseries adaptation of Little Fires Everywhere. He was the the couple who adopted the baby. Okay. He was the husband. Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't um, recognize him. Uh, and then uh, I, I don't know. This isn't props to the props department. It's props to the art department, I guess, or or production uh, design. But the part where they all meet up together while they're on their uh, thing, they are in front of a. Dean and DeLuca, which yes. is a like sort of high-end grocery store chain that we don't have in Los Angeles. So yes. this is clearly shot in Los Angeles. They made a Dean and DeLuca storefront. That's pretty cool that um, they did that. I also knew Dean and DeLuca from uh, Felicity. Oh. Because she worked at a Dean and DeLuca. But wasn't that in Boston? Uh, yeah, that, I mean, I looked it up. Dean and DeLuca is actually headquartered in Kansas. Huh. Um, but there are not any... Um, Here's here's a pla- here's a list of places where there are where there either is or have been Dina DeLuca's New York City, Napa, so there's California, oh. uh, D.C., Charlotte, Kansas, Tokyo, Seoul, Bangkok, Dubai, Kuwait, Bahrain, Manila, Taipei, Singapore, Kuala Lumpur, and Macau. Okay, so wait, was Felicity <laughs> in New York? I don't know. Okay. I mean, you didn't watch Felicity? Not really, no. Um, not really. Not really. Um, but also, they could have pretended there was a Dunia DeLuca. It could just be... Did you ever see the great film Dracula 2000? Oh, yeah, New York. 
She moves to New York. Okay. Did you ever see Dracula 2000 is the question. Uh, no. The characters, the main characters in Dracula 2000 work at a virgin megastore in the French Quarter in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. There is not, and nor has there ever been a virgin megastore in the French Quarter of New Orleans. Really? As far as I can tell, I've looked it up. Listeners, if you know that I'm wrong, if, the, if you say, hey, yeah, there was a virgin megastore, let me know. But I have looked to see where was the virgin megastore in New Orleans. I think they made it up for the movie and probably got, like you know, product placement money, hmm. you know, okay. for, for featuring, heavily featuring Virgin Megastores. Um, crazy movie, Dr- Dracula 2000. Anyway, that's it. Let's move on to Funniest Moments. Uh, okay. Um, let's see. Oh, Mopo calling people idiots. <laughs> yeah, he calls both Lily and Robin idiots. Because yeah. um, they both, like, <laughs> dive through the subway door like yeah. they're just about making just making it, but the subway door just like stays open. Yeah, that was another one of my funniest things. Oh, okay. Lily diving through the subway door, <laughs> even though it didn't even close and she yeah. didn't need to. Yeah. Uh, okay. You you referenced this, but um, uh, Robin says, uh, "I didn't just get off a boat in the, <laughs> because I'm like, in Canada." And yeah. Lily goes, "A boat? Oh wait, that is how you say yeah. it." <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's see. Oh, I like just like the visual gag of the um, petty cab driver becoming the passenger and doing kind of like a mush thing to Barney when yeah. he takes oh, yeah. over. First, he does like a He's big not... like laying back enjoying himself yeah. thing, and then yeah, he pretends He's, like, to be like whipping, mu- whipping Barney. It's yeah. great. Yeah, because yeah. Barney could do it faster than the professional yeah. petty cab driver. And he like I don't I couldn't find a credit for that guy because I think he's probably just. And he doesn't talk, so he was probably just an extra, yeah. and they he hopefully he work. got a featured extra. I don't know if they get uh, a bump in pay for something like that, probably. Anyway, um, so uh, whenever we cut to, cut to Marshall running across the city, we hear, as you mentioned, the folk song about yes. him. Yes. Uh, and at one point, the the singer is like just narrating what's going on in his mind and what he's doing. And at one point, he says he sees his friend Christine, and Mar- Marshall goes, "Hey, Christine." Hey, Um, also the singer, this wasn't in my funniest, but like at the red light, he holds a key until the light turns green again. And that was really funny. Um, uh, okay. Ted and Marshall are having like a heart to heart in front of the cell phone store. And then there's like the, um, cell phone costume guy. Yeah. And then he like in the voice of the cell phone is like, uh, well, I think he's a calculator calculator. yeah. Yeah. And he's like. Press clear everything to move on from whatever you're going through and subtract the negative from your experience. <laughs> yeah. And then they push him over yeah. and he can't get up. Yeah. <laughs> um, like Ralphie's little brother in uh, A Christmas Story when yes. he can't get up. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. I had that on, on mine too. Uh, here's a slight visual gag. Um, props to the, I don't know, graphic design of the art department. The poster that robin gets mad at in the in the bus that says come on get up new york and it has becky real big did you see at the bottom it says come on get up new york with becky and robin <laughs> for, for some reason robin is in, in quotes, quotes but becky isn't yeah with robin <laughs> um uh, let's see oh um even though I hated um, Barney's behavior in this, like when they're they're running out of McLaren's and he screams, "Stay sad, I'll be back!" Yeah. <laughs> um, 
there's a running thing about how good Barney smells. Um, yeah. And uh, the second time when he's like, oh, I just ran all that way and I still smell great. And he holds out his wrist and it like freeze frames with Ted literally with his nose on. <laughs> like on Jack Fender's nose is like on Neil Patrick Harris's wrist. And yeah. Bob Saget is like, he, kids, he did smell great or whatever. Um, when they're um, in Ranjit's car and they're saying like, Pull over, and then Ranji like <laughs> repeats it back. Pulling over, and so when they say, "Screw Gregors, let's go to Coney Island," yeah. and he says, "Screwing Gregors, Coney Island." <laughs> yeah. Um, my last one. You can, you might have more. My last one is when the, when Robin finally gets there and she's having, uh, she's sitting at the table with Max, and she's like, "So where's Woody Allen?" Oh. And he points it out, and you see the back of a guy with like a dumb little fedora on. Yeah. But then he turns around to get the check. And it's Maury Povich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maury Povich, good sport. Great sport. Should we go under the umbrella? Um, I'm I'm guessing that means that you also have nothing for Make It Fashion. Oh. Um, not a okay. fashionable episode. Robin has a blazer and a striped shirt that's not atrocious. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's go under the umbrella. Uh, I'll start because that's how we do these. Yeah, we get Ranjit. That's, that counts. So... Um, but then some like looking forward things. Uh, this won't be the last we see of Max. Okay. This won't be the last we see of Becky. Okay. And the one that really uh, stuck out to me is when um, Ted is pointing out all the things to the bus driver, like to the bus like passengers, yeah. all the different like landmarks. He mentions a building called the Arcadian Hotel. Okay. That's a fictional building, doesn't exist in real life, but will play the Arcadian Hotel will play a very large role okay. in. How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Um, uh, Marshall being uh, neighborly and friendly. Like, yeah. he has to stop the song in his run to say hi to Christine. Yeah. Um, animal actors. Mopo has a dog. A cute little Pomeranian. That's right. That he's walking. Yeah. Um, okay. Barney, like, becoming more self-aware. Like, I really liked that he goes into a corner when he's put on timeout after he says yeah. something atrocious. I don't think this is the first time, though. I think Lily has put him in timeout before. Yeah, but it's yeah. under the umbrella. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Duh. Um, also, Barney being, like, a good friend when it counts yeah. to Robin, even if it's, like, on the on the DL. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any, what similarities? I have, I have two. Between the shows? Between the two shows, okay. yeah. Okay. So, obviously, like, lectures at NYU, right? Are they both at NYU or just uh, university? No, um, uh, Ted's at Columbia, right? Columbia, like, okay. With Meadow Soprano. So, yeah, lecture. Um, <laughs> you think Meadow Soprano? No, she's already out she, by this time. And she wouldn't Dude, have. She wouldn't have taken any architecture no, classes? No, no. Yeah, that's not her her thing. Um, okay, this this is very funny to me. When um, they go to the website of like meet my or grade my professor.com. It's, yeah, rate, it's rate my teacher.net. Rate my I teacher. I went to it, it doesn't exist. Rate my teacher.net. It's on Bing search engine, <laughs> which is Chandler's last name. So that's so funny. That's a good pull. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, yeah. Like professors being like boring and boring all their friends yeah. to tears and yeah. even death in some cases. Yeah, well, you're getting to my other big one. Is that both Phoebe and Barney, Barney pretend to die? Pretend to die, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, like friends becoming injured because, like, uh, Joey right. is severely injured, right? And Barney is 
kind of fake injured. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the ambulance. lady who, uh, from whom Robin steals the cab does get injured. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so I have more. So Phoebe, when she thinks she's going to die, she endeavors to like check things off her bucket list and live life to the fullest. Oh, yeah. And so do Marshall and Lily. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, chocolate chip cookies. Phoebe wants to make cookies and Becky makes cookies for all of her right. colleagues at the station. Um, Christopher Darga, but you told me that we haven't got there yet. Yeah. Um, that's it. All right. Uh, time to play favorites. Okay. Three, two, one. How I, I Met Your Mother. mother. Yeah. This is a great, fun, yeah, super fun episode. Yeah, and I teased that last week when I we said I said this is this is. I remember this being a really good episode. And it I is. love that there's no like romance, you know, like it's all just like fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, Lily and Marshall yeah, have, but true. yeah, um, yeah. It's funny. Like it's a very funny episode. Um, the number one thing I remembered, besides Mopo. I just think I forgot. I'd forgotten about Mopo. The number one thing I remembered was Lily being able to understand what the conductor was saying. That's that really stuck with me for some reason for thirteen years or whatever. Do you think it's? Like, oh, I wonder. Yeah. I didn't even think to look at the that. muffled. Uh, conductor yeah. voice. Yeah, I wonder if it uh, if there's a credit. It'd be funny if it were Bob Saget. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Um, it could be like it's super muffled. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see if there's a credit for that. Um, do, do you want me to ban? No, I'm just looking. Okay. Um, yeah, this was a great episode. Um, like I said, I like when Barney is a good friend. Yeah, there's no I mean, it was a good no Friends credit. episode, too. It was a really funny Friends episode. It was. Yeah, there were sustained laughs with yeah. the, like, eye contact and Joey's auditions. It yeah. was a very funny episode. Yeah. but both good ones. It just got outbeat. You know, yeah. How I Met Your Mother just wanted it more. They yeah. left it all out there on the field. Uh, no, I can't find a credit. So uh, let's catch up on our correspondence. Yes. Once again, I did not prepare beforehand for this, um, but I know we had at least one. Okay. Uh, or I thought we did. Oh man. What an idiot. Why don't I do this beforehand? I don't know. This is... I feel like you're trying now. I know. Well, let's... uh, Let's see. I know it's not my emails, because I checked the emails today. um, And I didn't have any. So let's go to the website battleshippretention.com. Because I think maybe someone left a comment okay. that I that I wanted to read, but it's possible that they did not. Yeah, never mind. Okay. I guess we don't have any. Oh man. Well, we have some calls to action. Yes. And like you can still, you know, last week's calls to action. Which was your favorite child's drink? What do you think about jalapeno poppers? Are any of you in Connecticut? Uh. But um, this week, uh, what do we do about termites? How do we go about getting swole? What's your favorite candy bar? And what do you think are the defining characteristics of an Angelino? Is um, it knowing that the demonym is Angelino? Is that a big, big one? Demonym, good one. Um, what was my hashtag for candy? 
Uh, Candy's Dandy. Candy's Dandy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe should we go Candy is Dandy? Candy because is Because you can't put a an apostrophe in a hashtag. Right. But it's going to bother me that there's not an apostrophe. Okay. So I think hashtag Candy is Dandy. Okay. Um, or um, alternative hashtag uh, Crunch Crave. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it. I knew you'd like that, though. That's not it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, then, since no one corresponded with us, and if I missed one, I'm sorry, let me know, because it's, it's happened before. Let's move on to my favorite segment to introduce. This is a segment called, How Were We Doing? This is where we look at what was happening in the world on the days that these episodes aired. Season 6, Episode 4 of How I Met Your Mother, sorry, of Friends... The one where Joey loses his insurance aired on Thursday, October 14th, 1999. Um, and sometimes there's just not a lot to find, which I kind of find fun because it means I get to do some research, you know. Um, so uh, a man died on October 14th, 1999. His name was Julius Kambagaragi Nayarere. Okay. And uh, he was one of the earliest presidents of Tanzania and was a uh, crucial uh, force in Tanzania's um, independence. Okay. He um, learned from he, he, he followed in the path of nonviolent protest like Mahatma Gandhi. He founded um, the uh, a political party that would go on to establish Tanzanian independence um he was a socialist and also a devout catholic hmm. yeah interesting so it's very i read it like his whole wikipedia today um while i was walking through the park because i like to be that guy that everyone loves who's walking through the park with his head in his phone yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway r.i.p to julius nairere um and hey if any of you are tanzanian uh let us know let us know how badly i fucked up that name uh, top five songs in the U.S. on on that day. Um, at number five, bam, bam, a little bit of Monica in my life. <laughs> I get confused every time you do that. I know. <laughs> uh, at number four, it's a Shania Twain song. I have a rule that I only sing songs that I like. And I don't like the song, but I do like the song. Uh... Is like bam bam ba da man. I, I feel, feel like a woman. That's a great song. Okay. Uh, at number three. Uh, oh shit! Sorry. That's the, sorry. Shania Twain is not on this list. That was oh, the number man. four in the UK. UK. Okay. I'm sorry. Shania Twain didn't make this list. Sorry. Number four in the US is TLC. Make me feel so damn unpretty. Uh, at number three, Smooth by Santana. At number two. <laughs> At number two, Music of My Heart by NSYNC. Okay. At number one, uh, Heartbreaker by Mariah Carey. Okay. All right. Season six, episode four of How I Met Your Mother, Subway Wars, aired on Monday, October 11th, 2010. Um, on this day, uh, George Michael, the late George Michael, was uh, released from spending four weeks in prison for um, driving under the influence of of marijuana um we we were in london we visited george michael's grave we didn't post any pictures of it because 
the family has posted a sign asking you not to take pictures. Right. I I did take a picture before I saw the sign, right. but then I didn't post the picture. Yes. But his grave is also hard to find because he is buried under his. You're looking for George Michael. Yeah, that's not his, that was his stage name. That's not his name. You have to you have to know what his real name was. Um, Can I say it? Sure. It's Giorgio Giorgios Kirakios Peniotto. Yeah, it's Greek, very Greek. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, we shouldn't laugh. I mean, he's he's obviously he's uh, passed away since. But um, the reason he was arrested for driving under the influence is because in Hampstead, where he lived, he um, drove his car into a Snappy Snaps. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Anyway, Snappy Snaps for people who. Uh, haven't just recently been to London is like a uh, photo development and photo yeah. photo related store and they that's tend a chain to be on corners. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's a chain. We we just saw them everywhere we went, and I loved it. And we just loved the name Snappy Snaps, and that's <laughs> George Michael <laughs> drove his car into a Snappy Snaps. Yeah, wow. <laughs> apparently because he was. Hi, I'm Marilyn. Were you waiting to tell me this? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I was so stoked when I saw that this morning. Okay. Um, so that's what happened. Top five songs in the U.S. on that day. Let's stick with the U.S. Let's not go into U.K. like I did before. Okay. Um, at number five, Usher, DJ, Got Us Fallen in Love. I remember that being an okay song, but I can't remember how it goes. Uh, got it, fallen. No, no, that's okay. not it. <laughs> Just make it up. Uh, at number four, Nelly, Just a Dream. I don't know. I, you know, I'm from St. Louis. Nelly's from St. Louis. You know, love Nelly. Although I feel like there was like, Probably, I think there was like some Me Too stuff, but I could be wrong. Um, Don't, that's alleged. Don't uh, sue me, Nelly. Um, At uh, number three, uh, you can put your hands on me in my skin tight jeans. I'll be your teenage dream tonight by Katy Perry. Um, At number two, a really dumb song, uh, Like a G6 by Far East Movement. Like a G6, like a G6. I, don't, I can't remember anything else but that. Okay. Um, uh, and at number one, Bruno Mars, Just the Way You Are, which, again, I know how that goes, but uh, I think it's awful. I think it's a truly awful song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's what was happening uh, in, the, in the world. Now we move on to our final segment, which is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we would try to predict what's going to happen next week on both shows, armed only with knowledge of the episode titles. First, let's see how we did. Okay. Uh, I said Joey has gone a full 12 months without treading the boards and therefore no longer qualifies for insurance. Yeah. I don't think that counts. I think that's pretty good. It's wrong in two ways. Okay. It's not that he didn't work, it's that he didn't work enough. That's A. And B, it was Screen Actors Guild, Mm. not theater. I say you get it. I don't think I get it. Um, Because I said treading the boards, which is specifically about theater. Okay. And this was very specifically about on-camera work. Okay. You know? Um, I would give it to you. I'm sure friends and mothers would give it to you. Well, I'm uh, my own harshest critic, I guess. You said that Subway Wars would be about Marshall and Ted reenacting scenes from some George Lucas bullshit on the subway. <laughs> that didn't happen. No. Um, it's even interesting that it's called Subway Wars since sub- the subway is only a small yeah. part of it. It should be like transportation wars. Transit wars. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess Subway but Wars is. No, that wouldn't work either because Marshall's running. Yeah. Yeah. Map Map Wars. Map Wars. 
Um, MapQuest. Why don't you vamp for us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should have been called MapQuest. Um, mushroom and truffle flatbread. Salted maple ice cream. Apple cider donuts. Spiced cider. Okay. Season six, episode five of Friends is called The One with Joey's Porsche, or Porsche, as some people say. Are you a Porsche person or a Porsche person? I say Porsche. I think Porsche is probably more correct, but I have always said Porsche. Yeah, it, I mean, it doesn't end with an A, so it seems like... But it's also not um, in English. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but I guess, like, <laughs> since I speaking, like, it just... Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the one with Joey's Porsche. Now, Joey didn't make enough money. He got his health insurance back, but he didn't make enough money to buy a Porsche. I'm going to say Joey. Uh, I'm going to say Joey inherits a Porsche that sucks, but he won't let go of the status symbol. Okay. So he, he so basically Joey gets a inherits a Porsche from like one of his many extended family people, but it's like in really shitty condition. Okay. But he like won't admit it and is like too stoked that he owns a Porsche. Okay. That's what I'm gonna say. Okay. Uh season six, episode five of How I Met Your Mother is called Architect of Destruction. Architect of Destruction. Okay. So obviously, um, Ted is going to start the work on designing the building. Yeah. For Goliath. Um, and... Um, are they are they gonna destroy the building that they have currently in order to build a new one? Is that what your guess is? Yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, they're going the, to. So the GNB office building needs to be detonated. From which Ooh. Barney and. Marshall bring home the bacon, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is getting the dynamite treatment. Okay. That's your guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, can I give a little uh, spoiler about the next episode? Sure. So we've been through... You know, uh, there was the Victoria era. There was the Robin era. There was the Stella era. Then we had the Ted is single for a while era. We are about to embark on a new romantic era for Ted. Okay. So there's some exciting stuff ahead. Okay. All right. 
Um, I'm excited about that. So uh, other than that, we did it. We did everything. We, we recapped everything. Um, you can find this podcast wherever you found it. You already did it once. I'm sure you can do it again. You're very good at it. Uh, but you can also find a post for every episode at battleshippretension.com, which is where you can also find my other podcast, Battleship Pretension, which is about movies. Uh, you can... Let's see. You can uh, email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. And uh, you can um, reach out to me on Twitter or Blue Sky at Davy Pretension. Um, now, Natalie, remind the friends and mothers where they can find you on the internet. Well, you can't. But uh, if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers. Give us five stars. Yeah. Open the app of your choice yeah. and just give us five stars. And if. You think we don't deserve five stars? Let us know why, because we welcome criticism. Yeah. Don't we? Yes, we do. Um, unlike uh, Ted. Unlike Ted, yeah. 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 If you, you, you want to say we're boring, say we're boring yeah. that's fine. Um, until next time, uh, we'll see you at the Fake Accent University. <laughs> <laughs>